Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. It's June the 2nd. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. We have nothing going on uh, in the sky. I say that nothing. You know, I'm, I'm talking facetiously. Nothing that we didn't have yesterday. Moon is in Cancer all day, goes void, of course, in the morning and then changes signs in the afternoon. So it's a pretty quick void, of course, tomorrow. If you are wanting to anticipate that, it will be from 11.14 void, of course, to 2.37 when the moon enters Leo. So we had a listener question, and this one I found a bit interesting. So let's just listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. Hey, Thomas. My birthday is June 4th, so I'm looking at the big 3-5. My question is about Gemini finances and kind of like what my outlook kind of is looking like overall for the rest of this year. I want to start a podcast. I have all the equipment, everything, just haven't actually done it. Um, I keep coming up with silly excuses, and I know they're excuses, but, you know, I don't know. I just want to know, are my finances going to be good? Um, What is the year looking like for a Gemini? Well, (laughs) about like that question. (laughs) We got to straighten some things out here. So this is great, and I didn't put this person's name in just because I wanted to use this as a bit of an example, because first of all, the sun is right there at 11 degrees Gemini, and this is such a prototypical Gemini question. This is why Geminis get the reputation that they do. And I'm speaking as one because my rising sign is Gemini and Gemini has driven my life all of my life. And I get this whole scattered kind of thing. One minute. Happy birthday, by the way, coming up on Saturday. But one minute overall view, one minute finances, one minute a podcast. Where did that come from left field? And then finances and then wanting to know what life looks like from just a birth date. Steve Forrest, in one of either his articles or his blog, said something that is so poignant. And Steve is so nice that I would imagine that when this happens, he's polite about it. But when somebody comes along and they they say, can you just have a look at my chart? Well, that's when an astrologer gets a lump in their throat. Because in all fairness to the craft of astrology... There are no real quick answers. In fact, quick answers do a disservice because you have to synthesize literally everything that's going on in that chart. See, with this, I don't know anything about this person. I don't know their rising sign. I don't know their midheaven. I don't know where their moon is. I don't know what sign their sun is in. None of that. So really, there's nothing that you can broadly say Geminis are going to have a good year or Geminis are going to have a bad year. The chart is way more specific than that. And we have to drill down even into things like the solar arcs and the secondary progressions. And by the way, let me just pitch again Saturday special presentation from Laura Taft on secondary progressions. And it is like a class, like what you would get at one of the various places that offers classes on astrology. That's what we're going to get on secondary progressions on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I am going to talk about what we discussed on Tuesday about that question regarding the lot of spirit and the North Node. So we'll drill down more on that on Sunday. So I got some weekend additions coming up for you this weekend. And for those of you already in the course and those of you who have looked at it and decided not right now, please forgive me for just a second, but this is exactly why I created that course 
You can buy somebody a fish and you've fed them for a meal. You can teach somebody to fish and you've fed them for a lifetime. My goal was the long game, and that was at least to teach enough that you can speak the language and put some of the pieces and parts together. I mean, the chart will tell you if now is a good time to launch a podcast. It absolutely will. And one of our readers could work that through with you. So just go on the website there. And if uh, this person wants to get a reading, why, great. Uh, Pick which reader you would like to work with or reach out to all three. See who gets back with you. They're just direct links to their own sites. It's a pass-through. Robert says that he's now booked up into July, so he's a little bit out there now. But these are all questions that people want to know. They want to know, how is the money picture looking? How is the relationship picture looking? How is my general health? Or where is the energy moving in my life right now? And these are all things that could come from your digesting the information in the 101 course. And I've also decided that I'm going to expand that to those of you in the course. I'm going to add this whole thing about the lot of fortune and the lot of spirit and that whole phases of life. So that will be adding into the course very soon. As any author says, it will happen as soon as I finish my book, (laughs) which I'm working on every day. So I would suggest pick up the 101 course for your birthday, because that's a gift that you give yourself that will last. Because as I told my son, as he was approaching the deadline to get Eagle Scout, All the teenage activities were pulling against him. And I said, look, all of those things will pass away. But the one thing that will be left that you will own for the rest of your life that nobody can ever take away from you is to say, I am an Eagle Scout. Well, he got the job done. So I would say a great place to begin is just take a big, deep breath and start back at the beginning and learn the synthesis. And then for all of us, this is a really important question because there are no quick answers. We want to look into the chart and we want to get a snip snap. And I think part of that is because we're a little bit intimidated by the big picture. Yes, there is so much there. And we get a little bit pulled back away from diving into all of the various things that could combine in order to give us a really good flavor of the chart. And then somebody like this could also ask a horary question. You could ask the question, is now a good time to begin my podcast? Horary can tell you that. You'd be surprised with what degree of accuracy, too. And then I can tell you, you know, we talk about these astrological archetypes. Yesterday we talked about Taurus digging toes into the earth. Here is Gemini, and I again can speak from accuracy on this that often Gemini's biggest challenge is to calm that racing mind. There are a hundred directions you can go. Pick (laughs) no more than five. Now, seriously, it's better for us Geminis. And I say that I'm a Scorpio sun, but I'm a Gemini rising. And it's better for us if we can just narrow things down and realize that while many things are there and capable to do Only a few are worth our focus right now. And I know for our precious Geminian listener who has a birthday on Saturday, happy birthday to you, that that was not the answer you were looking for. But I did feel it was the best answer given the context of the question. Also, from a bigger macro perspective, you are right in between your Saturn return, which happened at 29 and a half, and the Uranus opposition, which happens in your early 40s. So how you carry that Saturnian torch into these 35 to 40 to 41, 42 
sets up the second half of your adult years, which kind of climaxes with, first of all, the Chiron return at 50, and then the second Saturn return at 58 and 59. So I would be putting my eye on the long game as well, even though you are in the prime of your life at 35. Eh, that is, unless you're a late bloomer, then you might be in the prime of your life in your early 60s. Who knows? It's all our journey. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that helped. See you back tomorrow.